Blog Talk Radio. Presenting yourselves on this battlefield, I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh, the English are too many.
a lot of uh, con- a lot of people contributed last night, and every single Tuesday at 5:30 Central Time and 6:30 Eastern Standard Time, that's uh, the Republic will be, uh, you know, having a lot of uh, they'll be taking over the platform pretty much and uh, running uh, running this platform in the podcast show. So anyway, tonight uh, phone number six five seven three eight three zero six one six. If you have something you want to share or talk about, or if you have a particular uh, complaint. Or subject. I know the other night we tried calling the Border Patrol and uh, getting some answers there about the uh, school shooting down there in Texas. So, uh, but uh, hey, let's play this real quick here and uh, I'll be right back. All right. And uh, this is probably be, like I said, fitting for the times in which we are facing here today. This is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less what. Um, you know what I mean? Can you? why America is the greatest country in the world? Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, the New York Jets. <laughs> no, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. What makes America the greatest country in the world? Lewis and Sharon said it, diversity and opportunity and freedom and freedom. I'm not letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. Constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. The Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. You don't look satisfied. One's a set of laws and the other is a declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is America the greatest country in the world? Professor, that's my answer. You're saying yes. Let's talk about fine. Because Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it any time he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey, yeah, with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. <laughs> so, 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yet you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. One of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? 
sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors, we put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chests. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We wished for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence, we didn't belittle it, it didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <laughs> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. everybody yeah he's pretty much got that right but we're pretty much uh following along these lines here today uh we'll go ahead and uh play this one here all you ever hear about in this country is our differences that's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about the things that separate us things that make us different from one another that's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. Do you know anything different? That's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Keep them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute, there's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up! Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. A handful, very small elite running on these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I had this feeling who's ever an elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what your promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. When you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scumfucks who got you in there, and you're in this smoky room, and this little uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down, and a big guy in a cigar roll the film. And it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before. <laughs> that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll. And then the film, the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president. Any questions? Uh, just what my agenda is. First we bomb Baghdad. You got it.
everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Uh, I think that pretty much, uh, you know, sums up what uh, what we face here today in the times in which we live. Um, again, uh, let's see, I don't have any guests scheduled here tonight, so um, usually I'll, sometimes I'll get a guest on here. Uh, past few times I have anyway. Uh, I know I promised uh, a few people on uh, Memorial Day weekend to come on, but they could not make it. I'm hoping uh, Dr. Peter Ventura will uh, call in here tonight and possibly check in. I know he's up in the great state of Connecticut there. Well, I can't call it the great state, the police state of Connecticut. Uh, and uh, he, actually, he's working security for a uh, someone who's running for public office up there, a state representative who was threatened. Um, so he's working security for them. Uh, he should be done uh, right about now, so he might be checking in with us here in a little bit, but, uh, hey, anybody else here wants to, uh, join in, uh, you know, uh, phone number 657-383-0616, you press number one, and, uh, hey, you, uh, you're unscreened, uncensored, and, uh, just make your comment if you got anything you want to say or talk about, uh, the latest things that have been going on, uh, or if you have something that, uh, you, uh, want to say or, or put forth out there, uh, something you want to share, uh, maybe something to look into or something to complain about. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll do open phones and allow people to call in and, and, uh, allow people to, uh, just vent and say what they want to say. But, um, uh, as far as, uh, I just got an email right now from somebody, uh, they sent me an email saying, uh, that they wanted to know if I was going to be on, uh, Friday night. No, I won't be on Friday night. I won't. I may do one show on Saturday night, uh, Sunday night I'll be on, and then, of course, Tuesday night we do the Republic show, like I just talked about when I opened up the podcast here tonight. So uh, phone number 657-383-0616. And for uh, anyone out there, I, I know I spoke to somebody earlier on the phone that's from my uh, neck of the woods here in Rockingham County. Uh, they said they may uh, may check in here tonight or just listen in, which is fine. Um I don't, you know, like I said, I have a full board of phone numbers. I can only see if you want to uh, talk, you have to press the number one on your phone and press one, and then I'll get a question mark come up next to your phone number. Then that's when your phone number will light up, and I will uh, see. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get you in on screen, uncensored. And there's a lot to talk about here. You know, we live in uh, the times today where you know we have, you know, corruption and evil out there and we addressed this on uh on tuesday night last night and a lot of people have to understand that and understand the things that we uh are going through and a lot of people are going through uh you know uh and many people know my situation the things that i've gone through here and running for public office in in uh rockingham county and uh you know people have to understand you know a lot of people didn't know my name but a lot of this stuff i would like to nullify uh, a lot of these codes and statues I'd like to nullify, and uh, there's too much control. There's, there's too much, too much. You know, we don't need police driving around pulling people over. We don't need to be harassed. We don't need checkpoints. Totally unconstitutional, you know, checkpoints. Uh, you have a right to travel in this country, un, unrestricted, un, un, uh, not to be harassed or molested in any type of way whatsoever. But they contract you through a driver's license, and you sign, and they make you sign the contract. It's a one-sided contract when they make you sign your driver's license, and then you have to abide by their silly codes and statutes. And then they're out, and then they have the Federal Reserve enforcement officers, which are police, and they pull you over to, and uh, they extort money from you. 
and that that's what it's all about. I mean, there you should see the money that flows through the courthouses across this country. If anyone was ever to take the time and go down to the local government building and read the centralized annual financial report, the CAFA report, and and see the money that these states have hoarded and have, and and you would you would be totally beside yourself. You would I mean the extortion that they. These these are crimes, but this is what we're trying to do on this podcast show. Wake people up. Wake them up. This is your world. This is your country. This is your time. I mean, I just don't understand why more why we're not marching in the streets about some of the crap that we have to endure and, and see and allow happen to us in our every single day lives. People just just don't get it, or they don't care, or they're part of this evil, filthy system. One or the other, I don't know. But I'm telling you right now that the crap that's going on right now behind the scenes, especially with this administration and the District of Criminals, Washington, D.C., District of Criminals, the crap that's going on and that they're trying to pull to a, to uh, push forward their new world order, their one world order, you will, you, I mean, I just don't understand I just don't get it. I mean, and, and so many of us fall victim to, to the system. There's so many people that are stuck in the system, going through the system of lies and corruption. And and the system. And there are good people within the system. I'm not saying everybody's bad. You know, I'm not saying all these people are bad. They just are beside themselves with ignorance. They don't understand. They don't get it. They don't understand the new world order. They don't understand that you're going to be chipped like a dog pretty soon, that you're going to be wearing a microchip somewhere, whether it be in your driver's license or your right hand or forehead, what have you. You know, and people don't, they just don't get it. And and the machine, the military-industrial complex that we've been warned about so many times throughout history, uh, you're not taught this stuff in school. You're not taught this stuff, man. You know, and, and this stuff is coming. People say, well, not in my lifetime. It's not going to happen to me. Oh, yes, it is. You're looking at this is being implemented right now, right before your very eyes. And we are in trouble. When gas prices are $10 a gallon, will you become angry then? Will you be angry then? Or when, when milk is $25 a gallon, will you be angry then? The government's not going to save you. They're not going to save you. They don't care about you. They don't care. Okay, the majority of them don't care. They have an agenda, and it doesn't include you. And they're part of the same filthy, rotten agenda that is going to eat them up and swallow them up whole, too. And until we all wake up and understand that, stop your individual battles and fights with each other, until we unite together and restore our republic lawfully, we're, not gonna, we're still going to be falling down that filthy, rotten rabbit hole lost forever. I mean, how many of you want to see, I mean, you should see the crap that they teach people. I mean, uh, you know, the man today has to be weak and, and he can't be, you know, he, he can't uh, assert himself in his home. You have to, you know, it's a two-way system. Listen, you know, the bottom line is this. The husband is the man of the home. He is basically the the uh, uh, the provider. And the woman is the nurturer who nurtures the children, takes care of the children. But today we have, and of course, I don't understand that. Women have to work because they can't, families can't survive. And that's part of the plan. 
Rockefeller was so happy when women's rights were going, were, were uh, was passed because now, you know what he said? Now we can tax them. Now we can get more taxes, you know, and, and, and make more money for the new world order machine. And, and it wasn't about women's rights. They didn't, these people don't care. The men that were in charge at that time, they didn't care about the women, you know? And then abortion on top of it, the abortion, that the issue that's going on out there right now. Who in their right freaking mind would say it's okay to murder a child after it's born? Who in their right mind would say that? How could you say something, such a thing openly? And, I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. I just don't understand what people don't just don't, I just I just don't get it. Well, I got some callers here on the line. I, I don't like keeping people waiting, so let's move down the line here. We'll put up the phone lines here. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with uh, two hundred three first, and then uh, three three seven. Go with two hundred three. Welcome to the Hello. show. Hey, there he is. How you doing? Yes, you're I on. Special, I have a special friend with me here who uh, has uh, uh, you're familiar with. <clears throat> And he's had a little experience with the system recently. You want to talk about corrupt systems. Yep. And if he's willing to uh, bring some of that forth, I'm sure you'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Put him on. All right, I'm here. How you guys oh, doing? Oh, I think I recognize the voice. Ray, how are you, yes. man? How are you? That's right. We uh, interviewed you uh, when you were in the prison system. Oh, welcome out. Welcome yes, out. Sir. Glad you're free. Yeah. And what a corrupt system it is. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, the system out here is just as corrupt. You know, I'm being, this place I'm, I'm living in is a transitional living home that is, uh, it is incredible. This man has uh, got me in a room with five people. It's infested with mice and bed bugs and, and the parole office knows it. And yet they pay these people hand over fist and dollars just to, uh, there's a lot of mentally ill people here collecting Social Security, and he's just collecting, 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 you know, and it's supposed to be a sober living home. So if you come home high, you come home drunk, he finds you, and since you're mentally ill, you don't know any better, it's $1,000. Oh, my Lord. And it just gets, it gets better and better, and it's amazing. It's amazing how they have to treat me as though I have zero integrity, and yet they know that these criminal acts are happening right before them. In fact, they are helping this. I mean, this is incredible. Tax dollars are being spent here so that this man can just, and he calls it his gold mine. He's proud of it. He brags about it. It's an amazing thing. Well, what can we do about this? Why can't we expose this to the people who don't know? If, society, if the general public knew, the, the good people in the general public knew what was happening to you and this corruption was going on, why, what can we do without getting you jammed up? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, what can you do? The system is so bloated, so overcrowded, so big, so just it, who, who can account for all of this? Nobody can account for all of this. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's criminal. And, and the criminals aren't the ones behind bars. It's the ones who are running the people behind bars, the ones yes. that are putting yeah. people behind bars, you know? Yeah. So it's just incredible. Well, 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 again, uh, uh, well, Ray, look, you know, there has to be, we can't, uh, we can't just fall into appeasement here. We have to, or lay down, allow them to walk all over us. I understand your, your hands are tied, but ours aren't. What can we do to fight for you and help you? Well, you have to elect honest people. Honest people are going to, you know, clean out the swamp. 
You have to, you know, even even Trump. Like, hey, amen. Trump was in office, but he didn't. He he promised to clean out the swamp, and he stopped. And so here it yeah. is. We still have the swamp. We still have the same people, the bureaucrats that have been there. Dr. Fauci, who's been there. Dr. Fauci hasn't done anything right in his career. Joe Biden hasn't done anything right in his career. None of these people have done anything right in his careers. But yet they keep electing them. And then these same people who haven't done anything right, Dr. Fauci, he wasn't even elected. He was appointed by somebody in office. Yeah. And yeah. so he's been there, and now he's, he's setting, you know, he's telling me what rights I can and can't have. The same yeah. thing with all, all the rest of these agencies. You know what I mean? And that's what needs to be cleaned out. The bureaucrats yeah. need to be cleaned out. Because until yeah. that, that's... That's not, nothing's going to change. Nothing will ever change in this country until we get rid of the bureaucrats, until people stand up and say, hey, no more bureaucracy. Hey, let's get rid of Dr. Fauci. Hey, let's get rid of these people who are head, head of the, and, and, you know, all these agencies, these welfare agencies, welfare staters who, who want people to be dependent upon the government, right? You know, what I was told is, hey, it's better than living on the street. You know, yeah. not much. Yeah. Not much. Yeah, really They're paying six hundred six six hundred dollars a month for me to stay in a room with five men. I'm on a rollaway, a rollaway bed, and that's it. Unbelievable. And nothing else is provided for me. What about the guys you know? you're in with? They what are they, are they like it, or are they mentally challenged, or what? What's what are they saying about? No, this? Well, there's 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 a lot there's a lot of people who are mentally challenged here. There's a lot of people who are on parole, and you know, since you're on parole, you know, you're worried about retaliation. You know, and then these these parole officers used to be COs, so they know people inside the system. And, and what are you going to do? What can you well, do? Well, there you go. What yeah, the wacky inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're out in California, yeah. right? You're out in California, so the California uh, prisons are nothing yeah. like uh, <laughs> those are some oh, no. rough places it's a, out it's there. A blood, it's a blood fest, nonstop yeah. blood fest. Wow. And, uh, and and the COs are are the most corrupt. You know, during COVID, when all the prisons were locked down, I was in the hospital for a while. People were being transferred to, to the state hospital on parole. Now, get this. How does a man, he's dope sick. He has a habit. There's no visits. How's he getting the dope? How's he getting it? Yeah. There's only right. one way to get it. There's no visits. There's only one way, you know? And, and, and it's just incredible. It's just incredible the amount of money that is being spent for nothing. And it's not doing anything. Any, You know what? They just keep making laws. They pass regulations. They More conditions, more this, more that. It's all just, it's, it's just superficial. There's nothing profitable about anything they're doing. The only people that are profiting are the people in charge. That's it. They're not doing anything for anyone. How many years do you have to put up with this? How many years are you on parole for I'm on parole for three years, but I can get an early discharge for in two. However, you know, one of the uh, conditions for early discharge is almost impossible for me to complete. So, you know. Oh, my Lord. And uh, without getting into specifics, I just, yeah. you know, it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible, incredible system that is just just bloated and corrupt, and it's just uh, well, why, isn't right. I mean, we, well, can we, uh, is there any way I could put public pressure on this office without you getting in trouble? I mean, is there any way? Well, they don't know who I am. I mean, is there any way? Right. I mean, we got this This parole officer has to be put out in the open. I mean, yeah, nobody well, has to know that you're reporting this. It's not, the parole, it's, it's, it's not the parole officer. It's the parole office. It's the whole CDCR. This is being funded by the CDCR. Parole is part of the CDCR. 
It's the whole system. The whole system knows that this is happening. And, 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 and nobody's going to complain because people are off the street. That yeah. resolves yeah. that. Yeah, they don't you want the, I mean? yeah, they don't want the homeless, nobody, yeah. nobody hey listen, nobody cares about the mentally ill. And these aren't these aren't just people who have suffer from depression. These are people who suffer from auditory and visual hallucinations, schizophrenics. And it's just a sad, sad, sad So when they run state. up in a school though and shoot nineteen kids though, then what happens? You know? They, they, they want to blame the gun. Then they go to prison. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they wanna yeah, they wanna attack the Second Amendment. It's not the people yeah. in charge, it's not the you know, they're not, they're not, you know, they, they, they just, it's one size fits all and it doesn't matter. There's no individualized rehabilitation. It's, there's no levels of rehabilitation. It's just, this is, this is what it is. It fits like a glove. So, you know, you know, the guy told me to go to AA and I said, well, I want to go to a faith-based program because AA is it. And I said, how many, how many, what's the percentile of, 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 of uh, pr- parole or probationers that have gone to AA and NA and come back dirty? I mean, you're telling me to go something because it works, but yeah. but it doesn't because it's ninety. Got, in, it's in the ninety percentile that these people who go to AA and NA, it's an anonymous program. There's no way to prove whether or not it works. Ray, I, I think I go got another church. caller here. Ray, I got another caller here. Right. May may well jump in here. Want to uh, probably uh, maybe uh, comment on this? I'll, um, hey, let's see who it is. I don't know. I don't recognize the number. Let's see. Three three seven. You want to uh, jump in here in the conversation? Hello. Yes, sir. I want to thank you so much, really, the comments you made about the abortion. Thank God for you and your sense, because I can't on social media and with my friends talk about this anymore when there are children dying, but we only care about some, but not the others. What is this? Yeah, that's correct. How how, How about this one? How about... If you kill a pregnant woman, you get charged with two homicides. But if the woman at nine months or even 28 days after an abortion kills that child, there's no homicide. Right. Well, how yeah. come in one That's instance true. it's considered to be a life, in the other instance it's not a life? You yeah. know that I had a friend. She was on antidepressants. She thinking to be suicide. Terrible thing happened. She got raped. Okay? Horrible. But... Through the rape, she had a baby. And anyone else would have said, oh, she has to get rid of it, terrible thing, she has to go. She had this baby. It changed her life. She is so happy. Amen. Amen. She is so happy. I know this baby is older (laughs) now. This baby, rape baby, just graduated from Harvard. What do you think about that? Well, that's 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 a blessing. Yeah, that's definitely a blessing, uh, and and that can happen. I mean, uh, but uh, you know, and most people will have an abortion after after that, or they, you know, or but I, I mean, uh, through God's law, though, any type of abortion is that is that I mean, uh, is is a sin. I murder. would imagine. I mean, even murder. is murder, right? Murder, right? Yeah. So any type of abortion is murder. But what do you think about how these? I don't know where you're calling from, Fuller. How can it be that a horrible act? like a rape, horrible, if it produces a baby, can make a woman from the baby so happy. How can that be? Well, but you think well, if child, she had gone yeah, and then killed born, the baby? Yeah, child is born, yeah, it's a gift from God. Of course. Now she is very happy. And this woman was raped by her uncle. Imagine. But Yeah. Now, listen, hang on, Carl. Let me put you on hold here real quick here. Let me put you on hold here real quick. Um, uh... 
to I want to ask uh, uh, Ray because this Ray Ray was uh, was an inmate inside the uh, uh, California prison system, and uh, I want to uh, uh, really give him as much time as I possibly can here. Ray, you said three years you have to put up with this. Any chance you can get transferred out of that state? Ray, you still with me? I don't know if he's still with me or not. Uh, Peter, are you still there? All right, both of them. I think I dropped. Yeah, I'm, them. Here, okay. I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you if there's any chance we can get him out of the state. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened to him while we got disconnected, but yeah, I don't. Well, one of the problems is he has to have a media family uh, to receive him, and he doesn't have that. And there's a couple other conditions. Nothing's impossible, I would imagine. I, and when you ask what can be done, well, I think, you know, local investigative reporter in his area, you know, might do a little investigation. That's a big, big story. But, you know, who cares? They really don't care. That's the whole problem. Yeah. You know, yeah, watch I know. that guy move him off the bureau. You know, this is a, is the system's beat. We're beat. It's too big. Like he said, it's too big. It's too bulky. Yeah. And nobody can control it. Now, that and last so caller said something about rape also. I have a question about that biblically. If a woman has, is raped and she wants to have a, a, a baby, I mean, uh, or has an abortion, a lot of people are going to even approach uh, lifers. A lot of them say, well, if a wife uh, is, uh, or if their mother is, like, gets sick and it's a medical issue, it's okay to have an abortion or, or in a case of incest or rape. What do you think? No. Well, the scriptures, uh, I, I mean, the, no. No, it's not. Listen, there's adoption. There's always an yeah. option. Yeah. Okay. True. There's I always agree. an option. We don't. We don't have to take a life. You know, David. Uh, the scriptures from the Holy Scriptures it says that that God. David said God knew his, his substance before he was born in his mother's womb. It was life. Uh-huh. And, and yeah. so, you know, the problem that they're trying to get around is is that light you know when's the conception of life well, in in other in virginia i believe it was they were talking about killing the baby after it was born after it came out then deciding you didn't want it i mean what yeah. that and yeah. a woman's right to do what she wants with her body what is that what where's the moral kind of moral concept for an immoral person to want to kill a child you know yeah and, and you know what you're talking about major gun shootings they just had another one tonight in Oklahoma in uh Tulsa, Oklahoma five more people killed. no another one yep but it was at a medical facility I believe oh you know? my goodness but, oh. but you know uh, more fuel for the anti-gun people but yeah but the truth of the matter is that life is 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 conceived in the womb and uh, anytime you abort that you, you're taking the life you're you're taking a life and that's yeah. a fact. Now, that doesn't mean, listen, from a biblical perspective, now that doesn't mean a woman who's made a poor choice or regrets her choice and is willing to repent of that can't go, you know, before God with a repentant heart. And, uh, you know, if they're saved and, and, and re, you know, receive forgiveness for that and get on with their life. But the truth of the matter is, it, it, it's murder. Ray brought up a dynamic point. Ray said, when you, if a person kills a pregnant woman, he goes to jail for murder. Double. Yeah. Well, how come yeah. you can abort the baby and nobody gets charged? They recognize yeah, the baby true. in the mother's womb enough to charge somebody with double homicide. You see? Yeah. You got to yeah. think about that one. That's a, that's mind-boggling. You, you're saying that it's a double standard. You're, you're saying that life 
uh, that it's it's okay to abort that it's not a baby until a certain time. But if a woman's pregnant, any kind of pregnant, in a week two, and she and you kill her, you've taken two, you get two charges. Yeah, I got so uh, this guy uh, still on hold here. This guy, I still got this well, guy on hold here. How does the, uh, but go ahead, keep going, Peter. I'm sorry. System, how does the criminal system recognize an unborn child, but the civil system won't? And why is it a criminal penalty? Why aren't these women charged? Do you think they're going to uh, overturn Roe versus Wade? Do you think it's going to be overturned? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I think it'll be left to the states to make those decisions like it should be. The federal government shouldn't be making decisions for the states. Yeah. Huh. Each individual state should have its own, own rights. Listen, we have a thing called comity, C-O-M-I-T-Y, and, and that allows states to recognize each other's laws and not do uh-huh. crossing. Okay, so if, if in Connecticut it's five years for driving drunk and in North Carolina it's two years for driving drunk, we don't go down to North Carolina and say you've got to change your law. The feds can't come in and say you've got to change your law. Good point. So glad you brought that up. So glad you brought that up. <laughs> That's something that people are so twisted and they don't understand the federal government does not have that power of authority until the Reconstruction Acts of 1871. That's when they got, were granted that power, though. You know, they changed, changed it, the 14th Amendment. That's what it did to us. What do you think? Well, I, I, the 14th Amendment really just extended the Fifth Amendment through to the states. You know, the 14th Amendment was the word to the states was near but your 14th Amendment gives you that, uh, you know, the due process. But uh, I agree. I understand what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, I've studied constitutional law, and I'm not an expert by any means, that's for sure. But I, I know a little bit, and I don't know a lot about it. But I do know this. I know that uh, uh, we, we have each individual state is entitled to run its own state. Federal oversight is, is something that's been just overextended at this point. I mean, everything is regulated. I mean, you can't even go fishing in this state uh, unless you have a license. Even in your own backyard, they want you to have a license. You can't hunt in your backyard, your own private property without a hunting license. You there you go. You're talking about the economy crashing, hunting for to get your food. You can't even hunt. You just said it yourself. <laughs> you know? Hey, and you know what? And, and, and listen, and uh, people don't realize it when that when when <laughs> it's it's time for good people to stand up. And if they don't, well, you know what? They get what they deserve then. But I'm up here now, and I'm looking at some of the more inexpensive stores because people can't shop groceries in uh, in even the uh, shop rights and stuff. It's very very expensive, so they're turning to these dollar stores and these dollar generals, and now they've raised their prices. Uh, where it used to be two cans, you know, for for a buck, and now you, you pay three cans for two dollars. And the dollar tree used to be a dollar. Everything's a dollar. Remember the commercials? How much is this? It's a dollar. How much is this? It's a dollar. Everything's a dollar. You know, well now it's a dollar and a quarter. So it's no longer the dollar tree; it's a dollar quarter tree. But people, <laughs> those, <laughs> but, yeah. but what I'm saying is this: when you go to those stores, as as I did in, in, in a few of them around here. The dollar stores are getting empty, and they can't stock their shelves fast enough because people can't afford to go to the larger stores. What's going to happen when they can't stock those little stores? What do you think is going to happen? And the people don't have the money. See, at least they could go get two cans or a can for a buck and a quarter in a dollar in a dollar tree. You can buy a can or two cans for a buck. You know, tuna fish a can of tuna fish for a dollar. You know, the same can that you're buying, by the way, 
in in, in Rite Aid for three bucks. I mean, uh, shop, you know. But but my but well, my point is this, brother, that there's going to be a shortage. The people that have little money are cleaning out inexpensive places. So now where are they going to turn? Yeah, yeah. Where are they going to get the food? Well, you know what? You you I bet you, in the next six months, and I'm not a gambling man, but I would bet. You remember how they were stealing merchandise in Los Angeles? Anything under a thousand dollars was a misdemeanor. They bring a calculator with them, and they add it all up and figure out what it was, and then run out the door with it. Yep. That's going to happen. That's what's going to start happening in the supermarkets. People are going to start robbing the supermarkets and running out the door with the foods. Yep. Yep. Because they, huh? What do we do when we get to that point, though? As a pastor, you're a pastor. You're a pastor of a church. Well, we're trying. Uh, we're trying. You know, a lot of Christian men and women who who are Bible believing and some are not are are trying to, you know, be part of that. You know, wake up and and call to action. And so there's a lot of, and it all starts with small grassroots organizations, small churches, and then it grows and it grows. And I was in Pensacola uh, at Pastor Riscadinas's church in Pine Forest Road, in uh, Pine Forest, in Pensacola, actually. And, uh, you know, I listened Sunday, and, and, you know, Rolling Thunder came by, you know, about 200 veterans on motorcycles, and, and you know, we, we honored them. You know, Memorial Day, people have forgotten what Memorial Day is. To, you know, it's not a – they've made it – the United States has made it a three-day party weekend, and that's not what Memorial Day is supposed to be. It's supposed to be in memory of those who, you know, helped us have – you know, gave the ultimate and, and served for us. And, and we're supposed to be remembering, remembering them, but they don't do that anymore. That's forgotten. And so uh, down there, I heard his call to action, and he stirred the people up, you know. And, and uh, I preached that evening, and I told the people, listen, every one of you sitting here, whether you have grandchildren or you don't, that I had done a podcast with uh, uh, on Blog Talk Radio with uh, Joe. And I told him that we asked a question one night. We asked callers to call. And remember, at that, back at that time, we had people calling from Korea, if you remember. And and we asked people to call in and tell us who was the most influential person. If you were a Christian, who was the most influential person in your life besides Jesus Christ? And and 80% said their grandparents. The other percent said yep. their parents. Yeah, I or remember no. that. Yep. Or not. And and I told the church that. And I told them, listen, you got, you, just because you're, listen, even if you don't have children, you could attend a school board meeting. You can make your voice heard for what's correct. See, it's not what's right and wrong. It's what's good and evil. And, and, and society and our politicians, listen, it's, it's get all you can, right? Sit on the yeah. can. Yeah. Get all, all you can, can and sit on the can. How you say that again? What was that phrase that you, uh, you used there? Get all you how you, how'd you go? Get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, Nancy Pelosi's husband's been arrested for DUI. Yep. All right. Yeah. I I, I want to see the outcome of that one. Yeah, I want Nancy you to. Not not just DUI, but cause an automobile accident. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Crash. Yeah. What was it? Did the other driver sustain injuries? I I don't know, but I know this much. I know you won't see it handled like it's going to be handled if you and I did got a DUI. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you know, yeah. Nancy Pelosi's husband's going to go to jail for a couple months or do weekends. Yep. 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 
<laughs> oh, we'll pay them a fine. And you know why? Because here's what it is. See, they look at, uh, at, at people in the judicial system, and, and that goes for our elections. We used to elect people on their integrity. Now they're electing them on their character. If you don't like the person's character, he can't get in office. He could be the stupidest. He could be Joe Biden. Okay, if you like his character, go vote for him. Well, did you hear what I played in the beginning? Did you hear what I played about the school debate, uh, the university debate right there? I played the debate there. Did did you hear that in the beginning of the podcast? No, I was uh, coming back in from that uh, Republican meeting. Oh, 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 maybe I should replay it for you. It's about three minutes long. It's uh, where a guy talks about America and, uh, you know, and uh, they're telling America's greatest country. He says, no, we're not. You know, he lists off all the stats and facts and figures about how, you know, where we are right now as America. And then he says, we used to be the greatest country, you know, and he goes on and talks about that, you know. Listen, I, I know one thing. If you're born in America, you hit the gene pool. That's for sure. And if you've ever been to any of these third world countries, uh, let me tell you, there's some shocking things. You know, uh, my wife is in the military. She sits sometimes and tells me with tears in her eyes how the people are living in some countries and, and digging through garbage pails and, and the government's lavishing with uh, all kinds of uh, uh, money and, and cars and homes and the people are in the streets sleeping with hammocks made out of rope yeah. and, and in the streets. And, you know, hey, listen... Uh, in spite of it all in other countries, you know, people get mad we pay taxes here. Yeah, okay, we're, we're paying exorbitant taxes. But you know what? I go for the flat tax. Everybody pay 10 cents on a dollar. The, the more you make, the more you pay. That's fair. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, you know, a progressive tax kind of thing. You know, that's what Dukakis had advertised, but then they, you know, he had that stupid thing with the tank, and that was the end of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? remember that commercial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, oh, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but it was, it was, you know, Dukakis, he had some great ideas, but the people assassinated his character. And that's what a Democrat will do to you. See, they can't argue with you because logic is true. You tell them Donald Trump reduced the price of gas. Donald Trump opened up, got us energy independent. Donald Trump got NATO and Germany and those countries to put in their fair share of money that we were coming. He put tariffs on the Chinese who were killing us and stealing our money for years. He went down to Mexico and told them, listen, you're going to guard your half of the border or, or you ain't even going to get your cars in this country. And so, you know, down there, manufacturing. And, and you know what? They, and then you tell them that. You know what they say? Oh, he's, a, he's a scumbag. Well, he's a racist. He's a racist. Well, well, you know, well, who cares? Yeah, I'm a racist. Who cares if he's a scumbag? Listen, his policymaking is what influences our country, not his character. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you what. John Ong King stopped shooting missiles when he was around over there, over there in North Korea. That's and who right. else had the balls to step across the demilitarized zone? Nobody. Uh, I just think, I just remember Trump doing it. That's right. Nobody else did it. Nobody had the fortitude to do it. He went, yeah. hey, listen, he was so crazy. You think Joe Biden would bring a, a DVD video made up of this is what you could be and showed the, uh, uh, the whole country reformed and, and democratic and people living happy? Or you could be like this and he showed them dropping nukes on them. You think yeah. yeah, well, no bombs. He showed him dropping bombs on Iraq, like yeah. Iraq. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, this is what I'm saying, and 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 so the the judgment is your character. I can't I can't beat you in intelligence. I'll kill your character. 
Yeah, how's the representative going? I opened up and talked about her a little bit, the one in Connecticut there. Talk about her a little bit if you can. She's doing very well. She wants to run on a constitutional platform, uh, you know, restore the republic, and she's looking for some, uh, you know, some good endorsements. The primary up here is in August, um, so it was. They were having a brainstorming tonight on, you know, what her uh, foundation campaign slogan is going to be, and so that people can recognize. And we, you know, we had an interesting fellow there. It was a fellow that does billboards, and. Uh, yep. He said, you know what? He said, I'm going to tell you how I advertise billboards for people. He says, everything should be done in threes. Three simple words. That's your slogan. Okay. Three simple words? Yep, three simple words. So she came up and said, okay, how about family, family, faith, and farm? They're in farmland up here, and people care about their farms. They can't afford the price of fertilizer. They can't afford diesel to run their machines. So, so farm, that's good. Okay, family, well, that should, you know, it's the breakdown of the nucleus family that's caused most of the problems that we're having. And then, you know, faith, where's your faith? So family, faith, farm, those are her three words. You know, Family, what is it, family, faith, and farm. Yeah. Three Fs. I don't yeah. know, she could probably get in trouble with that. No, she yeah, wasn't because the, the local, there was another local organization that ran a campaign on faith family farm. Okay. okay. No problem there. And, okay. And so, uh, you know, and I learned something from you, and, and you and I were out, and we campaigned down there uh, in, in North Carolina, and we learned one thing. Mailers are good. Signs are great. But personal contact with people, because we found that most people feel that nobody's listening to them. And when we took the yeah. time to talk to them, people and ask them what the most important thing was, those people are the ones that said, I'm voting for you. The time to hear what they had to say, you had that general concern, concern and they believed what you were telling them, and you were right. And that's yeah. why you, you, know, you received the votes that you received. And listen, uh, this is a tough business up here. They, they, they hurt the campaign manager, who was a female, they, you know, another, a man punched her. That's oh why they, now we have security. Wow. You know, we didn't need to. They didn't need security. So, well, but, you know, that's what, what we've become. And, you know, if you study uh, Rome, they had the Green Party and the Blue Party. And I think there was a third party later called the Red Party, but I'm not, I, I just can't remember. It's been a while since I read the fall and decline what was of the, the Roman What was the fall and decline of the Roman Empire? Well, it, it, it imploded from within. And the reason is this. It's... Overspread of their military, overtaxation of the people, amusements of every kind, and demoral, immoral out. Kind of sounds like America, don't it? It is America. I was reading that book one day, and the guy said, here, he said, I want to tell you about a country that's in decline. And he wrote that, and then I looked down, and he said, that's America. Yeah. I said, oh, wow. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's absolutely right. Well, I'm a little concerned about Ray and his situation. I really am concerned about that because I hate to see well, him I mean, fight. I the only I don't know how to, you know we're, I'm working on some things and uh, there's some attorneys out there in in California and you know there's some things that I'm not at liberty to say but we're trying to hack them we're trying to get them up out of there and you know to our out of that corrupt state to our corrupt state <laughs> <laughs> you know you from might be going to the frying pan into the fire <laughs> well no actually he's going 
he's 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 walked getting out of the swamp from his waist to his ankles. But he's still yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I, I like Ron DeSantis, and I like his some I like his policies, and I like his fortitude down there in Florida. And I think if you ever get a chance to shot at getting him on, he's the guy. I don't know. DeSantis, I don't know. I think he's a cop-out to the media. I think he caters to the media. And, you know, I just don't think he has any backbone. He's pro. What are you kidding me? Look at the laws he made. When they said no more antibodies, the monoclonal antibodies, he said, screw that. We're opening places all over the place here. You know, when when it came to abortion, what did he do? Stuff with the people. When it came to uh, critical race theory, he went out of the schools. Well, I, I would have to do more research on him. I'm just going based upon the real, yeah. what, 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 you know, I saw quick knee-jerk reactions from him, and I was a little worried about that because, uh, you, know, if, really you, know, you know what I mean? And, and listen, and taking care of the infrastructure, too. And, and they're in a hurricane uh, zone. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, but they want these guys out here. They want Blumenthal out. Uh, and and they're really disappointed with Chris Murphy, uh, the senators yeah. up here, and and these guys advocating gun control, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that are you know and tell, you know and, and trying to to uh, get the people to be taken off target of what the really is going on, and, and you know why do we need an AR to hunt with? We don't. The Second Amendment and the First hey, listen, the First Amendment wasn't written. The Second Amendment wasn't written for us for hunting. It was written so that we could protect ourselves from the government tyranny. And yeah, so correct. they're the terrorists. But they yeah. want to draw the attention. And, you know, you can deflect it. You know, you can spin it any way you want. And people believe it. So, and, and, and Very true. It's divided. And it's divided along the lines of good and evil. It's not right and wrong. It's good and evil. There are people who believe you can kill babies outside the womb. It's okay. That's evil. There are people who believe you can't. That's good. And so it's not all relative. There yeah. has to be some more entered in a society. And as a, as a you know, Trot versus Duelist was a, a uh, case on cruel and unusual punishment that came out, oh, probably in the 50s. And in Trot versus Duelist, uh, the, the court, the Supreme Court, it's at the fine. Kind defined what what cruel and unusual punishment, what measure, what's the standard for it? And the standard yeah. was the evolving maturity of a society. We're supposed to evolve into into grow into a mature society, and instead we're going backwards. When do you remove the landmarks off the land? That's our history. Yeah, we didn't always get it right as Americans. We didn't always get it right. There isn't a soldier that won't tell you, listen, I fought a war that I didn't really want to fight, but I followed my commanding orders, and, and that's it. I served my country. And, and listen, there's nobody, if you've been in a foreign country and lived there, and you come to this country, there's more foreigners that respect the American flag than most Americans do because they lived under that yeah. They lived under that oppression. And they see the freedoms and they appreciate what they have is what the Americans have. That's what they call it, the American dream. You can be anything you want in this country. But now we've allowed those people to get in charge who've been stealing 
and, and, and they worry about rape. They've been raping our country. Hunter Biden yeah. and all that stuff. And stealing money from us. And, and making backdoor deals and Wall Street, uh, you know, behind the scenes. And, and these people are running this country. They've got to stop. And the only way they're going to stop yeah, is for the people. The people must stand up and say enough is enough. Okay? Yeah, Listen, yeah. if everybody in this country stopped driving for one day, you'd see gas prices drop to two bucks a gallon. They couldn't handle billions of dollars of losses. You can't hurt these people uh, uh, with violence. The only way you hurt these people is in their wallet. That's what they understand because that's what they're all about is capitalists stealing money. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. I mean, it's, 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 there's so many problems and so many issues. I mean, what is the main focal point where we can say, hey, you know, we're on the right course? Because right now we're all over the place. Okay, so here, so here's what uh, here's your question, Joe. You always ask me this. Okay, we got that. We know we should get our hearts right with God. We know we should pray. Okay, now does that does that mean we're all done? Okay, we prayed about it. We walk away. No. God gave us a brain. This been, God, God, God gave you uh, mobility. We just can't lay down and, and let everybody run over us. Well, you're a Christian. You know, let me slap you in the other cheek. No, listen, I, I, if, if we don't stand up and say enough is enough, we're not going to adopt that moral standard. We're not going to have it. These people represent us. They don't own us. The government is a rep- supposed to be a representation of the people. We send people to Washington and our capital cities and our offices to represent us. They do not represent us. They do not belong in office. It's up to the people to get them out of office. November 22nd, they better make some decisions, get on the right side, what's morally correct, and get them out of office. Turn this house over. And listen, am I saying the Republicans are a whole lot better than the Democrats? Well, I think some of the policies are. But I think it's up to us. And we just can't let them do whatever they want. It's up to us. We, we have Congress and we have representatives. And when we send them up there, we, those are the constituents that we're supposed to be contacting. People that have for, of the privilege to cast a vote. And now that privilege has been soiled. Through, through the policies of fraud, stealing elections. And, oh, yeah, I'm a cynic. It never, was never stolen. You see what's going on yeah. in Pennsylvania. You're still counting them. No, I didn't hear you. Go ahead and say that again. You see what's going on in Pennsylvania. No, what's going on? And they got to recount everything again. Oh, Lord. Is, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, Why can't they get their election straight? Here's a little history history to research for for your audience and you. Here's a little history. You probably know this. Remember the hanging chat during the Bush election? Yeah. Yeah. When they, the machines down in Florida, when they went through the machines, it didn't punch out. They had punches. When it goes through the machine, it punched out the hole that the person made black. You know, you black it with your pen. And you put it in a machine that punches a hole in it. And so what happened yeah, yeah, was yeah. it didn't punch the hole all the way through. So the, there was a little chad they called a piece of paper. It's called a chad, a hanging chad. So now nobody knew whether it was, an, it was counted as a vote or not. 
Oh, and so what they did was they said, oh, well, we have all these that didn't go through the machine. We have to recount the hanging chads. And, of course, Bush won. Well, why doesn't somebody do a little research? I'll give you a little tip. Go back and look at the Bush family and ask about their grandfather who ran for office, and they had a similar problem. It's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm here thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a piece of – yeah, you've got to go back and look at that. You've got to look at the Bush family elections. When was the last election when they went in? And I think, I believe it was the grandfather, and they went in there, and, and he was uh, the same thing. Hanging chat. What are you talking about? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, brother, if it wasn't for the hanging chat, he'd have never got in office. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hanging chat's believable back then. Now, now today, if you said hanging chat, it was well computerized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then we're cyberized to death, too. You know, and then you got people that, you know, you got rumble, and some rumble stuff could be okay. But but who knows? You, there's so much disinformation, and that goes along with the Kennedy assassination. It's said that the CIA wrote over over 500 different books or more in support yeah. of, of of the government uh, theory and how it happened. They wrote more books than the other people wrote about it. You know, bad. Yeah, it's just you know, just take it to the truth. I mean, it's it's bad, very bad. So nobody knows the truth. That's the whole thing. We don't yeah. know the truth. But we do have a moral standard that's innate within all of us. We we know what's right and wrong and, and as individuals. And there has to be some kind of rule of law. We understand that. Everybody doesn't live by that moral standard. But it can't be, you know, <laughs> every man just do whatever he wants and let's just live a, you know, this this happy free life because you know what the problem is somebody always wants more that's why communism doesn't work somebody always wants more communism is supposed to be equal distribution of everything hammer and a sickle okay well who's got the money the politicians the government the people the people don't have the money so where's equal distribution how come putin's living in a mansion over did you see his mansions on the island yeah. How come he's living in a mansion? The rest of the people aren't. aren't. Where's the equal distribution? Who's this? Who's this? Uh, Putin. Putin in Russia. <laughs> I mean, it's safe, right? Equal distribution. That's what is principled on Marxism and all that. Equal, equal distribution of all things. Commune. Communism. See, that's where we get to communes. Everybody does it, you know, is equally distributing their stuff. No. He's living in a freaking mansion. The people are starving, drinking vodka. I and mean, they can't get vodka to drink in uh, uh, alcohol, rubbing alcohol with water. Until we, until we admit there's a problem, you know, I think we're starting to begin to admit there's a problem. Until we really, I mean, we can sit here and analyze everything that's wrong with it. But unless we're prepared to reverse it, reverse the bad things, I think we're just providing lip service for everybody. You know what I mean? Well, where does it start? Where does it start? It starts with the individual, and then it starts okay. with groups. You know, the church and churches need to speak up about what's morally right and instill their people to stand up for what's right. There are many events yeah. going on in small towns and large cities where Christians can attend and have and have their voice heard. They can go before school boards. They don't have to be a member of the school. They can go and say, "I'm a member of this community. My taxes pay for this board, and I'm not having that." 
You're not going to teach my child at, in third grade that she can be a boy. And she'll have to come home and tell you, and I'm going to hide boys' women's clothes for my boy to wear in class, but he's got to take them off before he goes home, like they did in other places. This That stuff's going on. You know? Teaching a yeah. kid in fourth grade how to put a condom on a banana. What the hell is that? Are we crazy or what? And I'll tell you something else. There's some parents listening. You know what? I lived a perverted life before I came to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you something. You better put some clothes on your daughters. You ought to have some shame for yourself. I traveled all the way down to Florida and back, and I stopped at many rest areas because I got a bad heart, and I got to stop the rest. And I'm going to tell you what. I saw girls wearing clothes that were young girls that had no business wearing it with the, the up, up above the cheeks of their butt and their parents with them parading them around in these rest areas like they were somebody. What is wrong with people? We have demoralized this country. That's the problem. They got rid of God, and they got rid of them out of the schools. They got rid of them out of the government. They got rid of them out of, out of public. Harvard, Yale, Dartmouth, all those universities were based upon Christian principles, and they were based upon people had to attend chapel every day if you were going to that school. You studied theology. You studied math, science, and all that other stuff, but you studied theology too. Yeah, yeah. You know, where are we today? Now you got the, it's the Ivy League. You know, Jesus said, I'm the true vine. He's not the Ivy League. That's a different line. Yeah, what is the Ivy League? That's the, uh, uh, you know, the upper uh, upper echelon, uh, upper class schools. You know, Harvard, The privileged, Yale. The privileged right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unreal. Today Unreal. you can get a degree. Listen, you, you got to even spend a four-year college. You can go to a one-year college and get a degree now. You can get a degree in any. You get a degree in computer science. You can get a degree in in uh, garbage. What do they call that? I forgot what they call it. The one in garbage, you know, station engineer oh, or I something. <laughs> I mean, you know, miles. You know, it's crazy. But the thing it is, though, is what's you know, like again, we can complain about this, but what can we do to stop it? What can we do to change it? Well, that's you what know? you do. Your voice has to be heard. People have to speak up. People don't say anything. It's not counted. If you don't raise your hand in class, the teacher don't know you. We learned this in kindergarten. If you don't raise your hand, nobody knows you've got a question or you've got something to say. Well, if you don't stand up as a man and a woman, who's going to hear you? You've got to make your voice known. These people, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to those mothers and fathers that went in down there in, uh, in, in Virginia and those other states in Florida and went in there and told them people, you're out. You're up. You, you're going to throw me out of here? I promise you. I'm running for state board now, uh, for, for school board, and you're out. We want you to teach our children mathematics, science, history, not social studies. History. See? We want you to teach them the fundamentals so they can survive. I, I sat in a class in California. I mentioned this before in this program. It was uh, grandparent day, and I went and I sat in a class and the, and the teacher came over, you know, and she said, you, you know, we talked a little bit. And she, she, she said, Dr. Ventura, you know, they were very kind to me. They were very polite to teachers. You know, most of them only have a master's degree. And they, they recognize, you know, there's hard work to get a doctor. And, they, you know, they treated me with respect. Not that I asked for it, but it was kind of them. And uh, so I, uh, I sat there in the class, and she came back to me later. And she said to the teacher, she said, look, how many kids are in here? She said, I got about 30 kids in this class. I got 
40 minutes to teach them. How much do you think I could spend with each kid? If I spent one minute, that's 30 minutes. The class is over in 10 minutes. I, I can't do it. And then she said, look, and then I, they showed me the, how they do math. Instead of writing the number two plus one, they draw a circle and put two dots in it, and then they put the plus sign, they draw a circle and put one dot in it. And then they tell the kids in the English class that they don't even have to spell the words right, just spell them as they sound out to you. I mean, this is what our education, we're we're, we're And listen, this is not only inside influence within our country. There are those enemies of the country from without. The, the Russian KGB agent that was on recently on a program talking said, listen, you, you give the KGB too much credit. It's a 50-year plan, and the 50-year plan was to demor- first to demoralize the country. Once you demoralize the country, then you get the people who are immoral in government. And once they're in government, we got this country. We don't have to bomb it. We don't have to use a nuclear weapon. You'll self-destruct. And that's what we're doing. We're self-destructed from within, and that's what happened to the Roman Empire. And you know what? As the old saying goes, and it's true. One thing men don't learn from history is they don't learn from history. Yeah. Yeah. Oh? Can't argue with that there. Can't argue with that. That's definitely 100% accurate there, what you're, what you're saying about history. And it's, uh, it's uh, you know, I opened up tonight with the appeasement factor, you know, appeasing. We can't appe- let allow appeasement to, uh, you know, rule our minds and our thoughts and our actions, man. You know? That's what... Venus opens his service, Memorial Day service, with that video of the appeasement. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And it's sad. It's sad. I mean, because sometimes you feel trapped, though. You don't know where to go or what to do, you know? Well, it's true. Sometimes you feel like it's hopeless. What's the use? I can't beat a big system. I'm just a little guy. And what yeah. I do, but your voice can be heard. And you're one of many. And, and you know, in the Bible, look at uh, Isaiah pray, uh, Elijah prayed, and it didn't rain for three years. So, you know, what what can one do? One boy, Josiah, Josiah brought the people together as a as a boy king, and history records that you know they didn't the country was spared from being, you know, sent to Babylon. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, hang on. Uh, uh, hang on here. Let's see. I have a yes. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. That was something else. Somebody else was. Uh, uh, sending me a message there uh, wanting to get into the podcast, but they said they couldn't make it, so they were on earlier. But that's okay; it's fine. Um, well, I mean, uh, what do you think? I mean, I, I would like to. I wish Ray was still on here. Uh, um, let me bring well, on. Uh, oh, I'm not quite sure what happened to him, but yeah, he got uh, he got uh, booted out here for some reason. I've got a couple people booted out here for some reason, so I don't know what happened. Um, well, Ray hung up, so I don't know what happened. I, here. I still got. Uh, Hang on, I got a 314 here who wants to jump in here. Let's bring them on and see what they got to say yeah, real quick here. Go ahead, 314. Man, you sound terrible tonight. What happened? You sleep on some of the covers? Or? I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> I didn't recognize your number there. How you doing tonight? Well, it's sometimes when your nasal passages get clogged up. Yeah, well, I was out working like, in the yard. Probably allergies, brother. Probably allergies, you know. You know, that I am a little stuffed up, so. I, when I mow my grass, I, I mowed it the other day, but then uh, I had a guest come in and stop by then. I was weed-eating tonight, so that could be it, you know. So, who knows? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm listening to this gentleman, what he's saying is a lot of truth to it. Uh, you know, yeah. one of the things I think that American citizens should do is start wearing a gun on their hip. Yeah. Wear that gun on your hip, and, and uh, you 
you know and I know is the, the person that come to do ill will to you and start shooting at you, they don't want you shooting back at them. That's right. Correct. And with this guy down in Texas, when he first ran upon those people coming out of the funeral home and he started shooting at them, well, they ran duck for cover. But what if they had had weapons on them? I and agree. Everything... That, the teacher. But instead that teacher huddling and holding the children with her back turned, why not her picking up her own forty five and shooting the guy in the head, you know? Absolutely. American citizens, if you don't start wearing those pistols where it become common practice, accepted commonality in the United States, then these politicians, no matter what side of the bench, the side of the aisle they own, they're going to start whittling away of your rights in that particular area until you don't have anything left. And with that town on the border, and I would say that that town is mostly Hispanic or Mexican or whatever, I think that they may have a sympathy for those coming across that border. Now, I'm not yeah. saying for sure, but I wouldn't doubt if they did. You're you're, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely yes. I, lived on, I lived in Imperial Beach, California. I, I lived in a 2,400-square-foot house, two floors, and from the second floor I could see the border crossing flag of Mexico. And you're absolutely right. And here's, and here's what the real thing is, is that mm-hmm. a lot of these people that came over illegal had children. They became citizens, and now their families are over there. And so, of course, they're sympathetic. And you're right. Oh, you're hell honest. yeah, they're sympathetic. That's the whole idea. You come here and you uh, seek an asylum, which is really ridiculous that you seek asylum in the country like this. Because you're going to have babies while you're waiting two or three or four years for a court date. And if you found to be not acceptable to be granted asylum, then what's the next thing they've been coached and that they're going to say? Well, my kids are U.S. citizens. You're going to break up the family. That's a bunch of bull crap. Even in this store in Buffalo, if the patrons in this store had been armed, that man that came in there and shooting folks, that wouldn't have lasted very long. And to give you a point of view, what about down, what is that, Virginia, I guess it was, or maybe it was Florida. What, a bystander was standing on the sidewalk when this idiot got out of the car and got his rifle and was going to level down on a party? The bystander killed him, legally carrying. And I hate the way the news like to play that all the way. They got to put that in there. Well, at first they said it was an off-duty police officer. Okay, so they all, it's okay for them to carry. No, it was a citizen that seen what was going on. It wasn't right. And she exercised the power that she had at that moment. Yep. They just had another shooting tonight in Tulsa at a medical center. Five people killed. Oh yeah, I had a I had a niece. My my nephew's niece got killed Monday before last. Her husband, a boyfriend, came to the job and killed her. And then when the police came, he started shooting at the police. Then he ran. He got in his car and drove off and got so far away that he committed suicide. But the thing that you learn there is that this guy was ill intentions and he had killed somebody, a criminal, and he gonna shoot at the police, but he didn't like them shooting back. That's right. 
That's right. In Los Angeles, they just had a 27-year-old man and his wife were in bed sleeping. As two men went in the house, he got out of bed and tapped one of them. He killed one of them. The other one ran away. But, oh, absolutely. Look at down in Florida in Orange County with this lady. And see, Joseph tell you that I like to use adjectives. He was a white woman who got up out of bed, an elderly, heard windows and glasses breaking, go in the living room with a pistol, and there stood a white male. And she asked him, what the hell are you doing in here? He didn't say nothing. But he made a mistake. He started walking toward her. And she was cool with it. She fired a shot over his head as a warning. But the next one was sent a mass and killed her. But you know yeah. the thing that pissed me off about this? And I'm going to use these adjectives. You got a black Orange County prosecutor that came in the paper and said, well, I'm going to have to uh, check and see if she done something wrong. What uh, kind of crazy mess is that? Yeah. So you got so much that's trying to tear down the United States. It's been going on for a while. And some of the most ratchetest, evilest, and demonic entities is this damn news media, how they use words and how they don't report stories. They report the story about Dale and Ruth going into black church, killing up blacks. But they report the story of Emmanuel Sampson in Nashville, Tennessee, going in a white church a couple weeks. And one week he going there and starts shooting up white people. And he had a manifesto-like statement that he was over there to kill 10 whites. I know everybody heard about that on the news. No, you didn't. Because they only report what the hell they want to report. And you're absolutely right. Critical race theory don't deserve to be in those public schools because what it's designed is to cast guilt onto whites and particularly their kids. Make them feel guilty. That don't need to be in school. Why? And see, if you can get them to think... If you can get them to think in that way and start indoctrinating them that, when they get up into their 20s, they're going to start behaving in a certain way, a certain way that's going to be detrimental to the liberties of the United States. Uh, Joseph, I have have, uh, Raymond back on for you. Oh, yeah, Ray, uh, Bianchi, this this gentleman is in, he was in the California, was, I interviewed him when he was inside the California uh, prison system. He was an inmate there. He, now he's released. He's been released. Listen to the horror that he is going through right now, being released. It's worse, it's worse now where he's at than where he was in prison. Go ahead, Ray. Well, other than the violence, I mean, there's really no violence here, but uh, the living conditions are definitely worse, you know, and it's, uh, it's just an atrocity. It really is. You know, five people in a room, you know, severely mentally ill people are being taken advantage of and their social security checks are being taken and they're being fined and so forth and so on. And they just, this one house, he told them, hey, listen, if you guys aren't cleaning the toilet, then everybody gets fined for 20 bucks. Like, so, you know, what, one guy messes up and everybody has to pay? It's just, it's That's ridiculous. against the law this right is, there. They cannot confiscate yeah, this, your social security check. That's against the law. No, I... Well, I understand that. I don't think he's confiscating it. I think what he is doing, though, is he's, uh, you know, he's providing very limited services for, for things, I mean, the living conditions and stuff like that for mentally ill people. And, again, nobody wants to deal with the mentally ill, so they just put him here, you know. 
You know, wow. It's, it's, it's tragic. And, and, and most of the thing is, is that, 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 that crystal meth really, really messes people up. I mean, the government should be going after that because the stuff that's coming in is just turn, it's just turning people's brains to They're mind, bringing it you know? in. They're shipping it in. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> they're, they're, no, there's an open border now that comes in, it comes in without, without any resistance, <laughs> you know? And it's just it's an atrocity. When you're released from California state prisons, they give you Narcan. Now, every inmate, whether you use or not, gets Narcan. What? Right. You see, if you, yep, because the fentanyl is so, so, so prominent here that, that there are so many overdoses that they're just giving it to people. So if they see somebody who's overdosing or if they themselves are overdosing, they have it on them and they can, you know, and it's just, an, it's, it's, it's just, it's just not the way to do things, man. It's just not. I just think about, I, what a, what, what a. I mean, hey, God, one day is going. These people do not realize that God will take vengeance on these people because of the things Somebody's that they gonna do. Somebody's going to take vengeance. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, God, that is God, disgusting. God. It is disgusting. It's just, it's this whole system is disgusting. This whole California liberal leftist social you know justice whatever nonsense that's just it's it's just it's it's incredible you know you want to talk about social justice what about here what about these men or what about their rights don't they get to be treated like a human being don't they get to not be discriminated against or don't they have a right to to live a peaceful life not have to worry about people attacking them taking advantage of them abusing them I mean, some of these people have been mentally ill all their lives, and that's all they know. And, and, and there's nobody here to show them anything different except for me, me who, who's, who's considered one of the worst people on this earth, but yet I can show love and compassion to these people, to these men. You know, hey, I was, I was a little disgruntled. I'm a Christian, and I was disgruntled. I was like, God, where are you in this? And then I realized God sent me here because I have a compassionate heart and that I can be a friend to these men, and I can love these men like nobody has ever loved them before. And it's just sad. It's sad. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You know, it brings tears to my eyes to see the way that people are treated, especially for something that they 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 can't help. <laughs> you know, and uh, so I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just when I hear stories like this, and I hear you know with the situation that you're in now, you know, uh, I remember doing the interview with you when you were inside the prison system, and. You know, I knew you were in a bad situation there, and I was like, well, when he gets released, you know, hopefully he'll get a chance. And obviously you stayed positive throughout the years here. I mean, this is, you know, people don't understand. Ray here, we did an interview with him, I think it was about a year ago, uh, and he had already been in there a couple of years. And we did a live interview from the prison that he was in, uh, and uh, he was in the hospital unit at the time uh, because of COVID. And uh, now he's released, and he's in worse shape than... Uh, you know, he was, yeah. he's in worse shape, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, they released me with $200, and that's supposed to provide me with housing and, and uh, you know, uh, transportation and clothing and all that other stuff, you know? Uh, what the heck? <laughs> no, they want you, know you on welfare. They want you dependent on the system. Yeah, of course, of course, you know? Oh, and then, man. of course, you know, you know, and then, uh, then you know, uh, parole, parole agents, they don't have any compassion. You just look no, at me no, like no, I'm just it's a, a numbers a game. Piece of trash. It's a numbers I'm, game. I'm a filth. I'm just filth. I'm filth, and there's nothing that I can do about it. You know, but uh, one day oh, I'm not going to be on parole, and one day I will be able to do something about it. 
you know. And I just keep praying for these people. It's like the only hardness in my heart against is against the system, and it, and it's sad, you know. And and and, and they, they, those people need to need to know the Lord as well, you know. And they need prayer. That's what we need. We need prayer in this country. We need prayer for the people who we need who are running Bianchi this country. We need what was saying, Ray, with no disrespect but, uh, or offense, but I know you, you can't just say or do this right now with the situation you're in, but we need more people carrying that to that, that sidearm on their side. You know, we, you know, we oh, yeah. start, you know, I'm not advocating violence. What I'm saying is that we, people oh. need to see right. that the American people are oh. armed, regulated, well-regulated. Yeah, well, well, the thing is, is that that the Second Amendment wasn't for self-defense. It was it was instituted because the, to to prevent tyranny. See, right. when you take the guns away, you have tyranny. You know, that's what the that's what the British the British try to do. The American settlers they were coming down from Canada. They were coming into the colonies, you know, making their things known, and they were trying to take the colonists' guns. And they're like, no, we're not having it. And look at it, look what happened. A bunch of farmers, colonists. And look, yeah. we took on the superpower of the world at the time, and look what happened. And so, so we can take our country back. And again, I'm not, I'm not advocating for violence either. I don't think that there, there is a violence, but there is a way that we can do things. We have to be smart in the things that we do. We have to pray for wisdom. We have to, we have to understand. We have to pray for the people that are in, in charge and soften their hearts and, and, and get these people, remove these people. The Bible says to pray for those that we live a peaceful life, those that are in charge. You know, pray, you know. That's, I think this country is forgotten. I mean, we're a Christian nation. Get on our knees. Humble ourselves. Fast. Corporate fasting. Have a day of fasting, a national fasting day. The nation of Israel did it, and God responded. Took them out of their trials and tribulations. Delivered them from their enemy. And we, too, can be delivered that way. But, hey, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, you know. And uh, it's the only thing that can happen. I mean, what's, what's happening now is just spiritual warfare. That's that's all it is. I mean, it's just it's well, good spiritual. against evil. Yeah, it's evil. There's an evil. Yeah, it's, it's good yeah. against evil. We've oh. had this conversation. I mean, the when, other hey, when, when's the last time before COVID-19? When is the last time that the majority of the governments on the earth were exactly in line and harmony together? They did exactly the same thing in every just about every other country, with a few Scandinavian countries that decided to do something different. There was lockdowns, masks, social distancing. Don't go outside where it's safe. The, the sun is a big ultraviolet engine that kills viruses, bacteria, and all that other stuff. But go inside. They knew that it was it, it contracted from being indoors. Outside, there's never been a case contracted outdoors that they know of. And, and I just, you know, this whole totalitarian, you know, nonsense. And, and, and it's about time that America took it, took, took it back. <laughs> you know, start, start thinking about who you're going to vote for. Forget, forget, the, forget the guys, what they're saying on the television. Research the candidates. Find out what the candidates, who their special interests are. Find out who and what they're doing. You know what I mean? Come on. Finally, somebody has stood up and, 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 and challenged this, 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 uh, this abortion nonsense. I mean, come on. California, 28 days after birth, you can, you can kill a fetus? Come on, man. That's, what's, 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 that's crazy. It's just crazy. Who's ever heard of such a thing? But yet they'll put you in jail if you kill a pregnant woman for two homicides. It's life that, in that instance, but it's not life in the other. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know? Amen. And then they're, they're going after our children. If you can separate the children from the from you know that that saying of it takes a village, it doesn't take a village to raise a child. It takes a mother, it takes a father, it takes a, a consistent 
in, in a stable environment. It takes discipline. You know, we train a child up. We don't raise a child. We raise animals. We don't Ray, raise I children. Got an we train children. Yeah, Ray, I got an eight seven two. Might want to jump in here too, and I want you to talk about the COVID. Okay. You were in there during the COVID crisis. Eight seven two, go ahead. You want to jump in here real quick? Eight seven two. Area code eight seven two. You had your hand up. You got something you want to say? Hello. Yes. Go ahead. You're on live. Oh, you hear me? You hear me? Um, yes. Yeah. Listen, this. Uh... This COVID stuff is nuts, and I agree with you, Carly. You have to research. You know, you got to do a lot of research. Not just what they say, but spot on. Special interests. Who's backing them? You know, who's feeding them their poison that they're spewing out to everybody? It's so important. It's so important. And, you know, I also want to agree uh, with your, your caller before that about the abortion. You know, uh, it's so true. You know, there there are two people I know right now. I work in the medical industry. I could tell you a dozen stories about that. But they're on the verge of curing cancer, okay? And the two people that are researching it, they were both babies that were born to a mother who was raped. So you're telling me we could have been without that if they'd, they'd been aborted? You think that's right? It's crazy. You don't know what you're killing before you kill it. You don't know what life you're snuffing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I agree. Cancer. Yeah. yeah. I believe they have a cure for cancer. I believe cancer is cured out there. I believe they do have a cure, and they're keeping it quiet. You know, there are many different forms of cancer out there. That, well, that I believe there these, is a cure. Even, the, even this COVID, all the pills, the ivermectin, all that, those were guys. I know those guys. These were these were kids that didn't come from good homes. They could have been aborted, you know. We got there's gifts out. I'll tell you who wasn't uh, aborted and maybe shouldn't have should have been was Hitler. No one thought to do that. <laughs> he wasn't a rape baby, so I guess he was okay, right? Or Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I think Joe Biden's a living abortion. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I know, I'll tell you something. Even in the comics, the old Batman and Superman comics, they were both rape babies. And were they bad? Yeah. No? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know. The baby uh, was a victim. The baby's a victim, too. The baby was a victim of a violent crime. And people use it as, a, as an excuse to, to do harm to them. I'll say it. And you should say it with me. Rape babies are good babies. They are not bad babies. Okay. It's a That's life. Right. It's a life. Amen. It's a life. Right. It's a life. You know, all life should not be murdered. There should be no life out there murdered. We don't have, you know, unless, you know, you you you, you kill somebody, then, uh, you know, and you openly admit it. I mean, I know the death penalty, right, in prison and whatnot. Right. I, I, I used to support the death penalty, but really, in a way, I don't anymore because we have a corrupt system. We don't know who they're putting to death, right. uh, you know. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's hard. But I'll tell you, I have a prediction. In 100 years from now, 50 years, whatever it is, I bet you it's a rape baby that's going to invent the flying car. You better hope he's around to do it. Well, 
I don't know about that, brother, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't think we'll be around in 50 years, to be honest with you, honest with you. but I appreciate the call here. I want to get, I want to forbid, yeah. God forbid you, uh, you know, a lot of these people, it's horrible, there's incest, they're raped by a family member, but I'm telling you, have the baby, because that is a life, and that is a new chance, and great things will come of it. You understand? Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Brother, I want to I want to ask Ray while I got him on the phone here. Uh how was it the COVID? How did it, how did the system, the prison system treat the COVID mess? What did they do with the inmates? Did they make them all wear masks? Um yeah, um some, somewhat. Um and, and 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 uh where I was at, it was kind of uh because it was considered a residential uh facility. It was uh there's it was it was not mandatory. But uh, if you were out, well, as long as you were on the unit, if you left the unit, you had to wear a mask. Um, but there wasn't there wasn't much movement, uh, you know. And I was so on I the unit that. You wear them when you, you were know, in your cell. <laughs> yeah. You wear your mask yeah, when you're in your jail cell. <laughs> no, no. But I, I oh heard there, there's, there's places. Well, so so I got trans when I got transferred back to the prison. You didn't wear a mask anywhere except when you went indoors, right? But you had to wear it. <laughs> you had to wear it to the chow hall. Right, you get in line for five minutes. You I take mean. it off, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, you take it off and then you leave and you don't put it back on. So for that five minutes, you have to wear that mask, and it's incredible. Unreal. They were, man, it's like, like, man, they were. It's the worst thing that you could do is not wear a mask at a chow hall. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they have like four people. I mean, the the tables are so close to it, and there's only four people at a table. But now they only made it for two people, and and it's so it's just, it's, it's, oh it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Like a virus is going to do what a virus is going to do, and I believe this thing is real, and I believe that this thing has harmed a lot of people. But again, where does virus come from? How come nobody is trying to stop this kind of research? Why isn't anyone exactly. trying to say, hey, man, China, China needs compensation. Man, we need, to, we need to – there's millions of people who died in this world because of something that happened under Xi Jinping. And yet here we are. We continue to buy his products. We continue to exactly. support China. China, is the, China just murdered all these people on this earth. We have a, we have a very serious illness. Hell, and not only that, they found out, hey, not only that, they found out, they found out that there's a, there's a disease, uh, what's it called, Mars, that, that, uh, mirrors, that, that's, that's 25 times more deadly than COVID-19. It's not very transmissible, but guess what they're trying to do? Make it more transmissible. It's almost guaranteed one out of two people will die from this thing. That's how deadly it is. And yet they're it's trying to make it transmissible to humans. It's gain of function. I tell you, I work in medical right. uh, research. Yeah. And a lot That's of places, true. they do gain of function. It could be on someone's shirt. I don't care how secure the lab is. It could be on someone's right. shirt. They walk outside with it, you know, maybe not intentionally, but it, right. these things spread. And you don't can't see it. And these scientists don't know what they're doing half the time. You know, they're like anybody. They clock in, they clock out, they get tired, they go home. You know, they're human. Yeah. And and yeah. they're making, they, he's right. What do you think happened? Variants, variants. It, they're taking these viruses and they're adding something to it. And they're going, hey, if this happens, do this virus. Hey, virus, if this happens, do this. Do. Next thing you know, you got something that it, it's resistant to everything. Right. Yeah. And the worst thing, hey, the worst thing thoughts. to do is hey, create. Guys, I got to get ready to wrap up the podcast here, so I want everybody to have a five, five minutes quick, here to wrap up the show. I want to say one thing. One, yeah, one, go ahead. Quick, you go first. Go ahead. Real quick. A lot of these people 
You know, because I know some of them. They say that uh, these rape uh, or incest babies are stupid. No, that is not true. And it's a terrible thing. And stop putting it on the kids, okay? That's not true. And I know in a lot of these families, uh, you know, if there is incest, it's terrible. But at least, you know, people, it's easy because you don't have to worry about grandpa, grandpa, you know, uncle. Everyone just calls each other whoever they are because everyone's everything to each other. So it's really a good thing, you know? Adoption. Adoption. Use adoption then. Right. Say it with me. Rape babies. Rape babies are babies. They're okay. Hey, everybody's got a mission in life, brother. Say it with me. Rape babies are okay. Oh, listen, I'm against abortion, brother. I'm against it. All facets of abortion, I am against it. I'm against any type of abortion whatsoever. You know, it's murder. It's just these children get this. They become such pariahs. They become such pariahs. I feel so bad for them because they can't can't control the way they came into the world. So I always say... Rape babies are okay. Rape babies are there you, okay. There you go. All right. Hey, uh, uh, Peter, Peter Venturi, you want to have final thoughts here? Bianca, if you're still there. Uh, Peter, you go first. Say it with me, man. Rape babies are okay. <laughs> Rape babies are okay. I you got mean, you. All right. Rape Thanks babies call, are brother. okay. We're going to get the bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, Peter, closing thoughts. I got to go down the line here because I got to wrap it up. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, yeah. Stand up. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ, today's the day to know him. Scripture says, uh, except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. Romans says, if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. That's that's number one. That's what you need to do. That's the first place to get. Uh, I want to thank you, Joe, for the opportunity to come on this evening. I want to thank you, uh, uh, Ray, for coming on. And uh, uh, I'm sorry for your conditions. And, you know, we're working on our end. And uh, I always enjoy... Uh, your other guests, I get thrilled. So I appreciate it. I'm going to turn this over to Ray and give him whatever time I have left. Yeah, hang on. Let me go for Pianchi. Pianchi, you still there first? Uh, Pianchi, you got something you want to say here real quick? Yeah, I'm here, and I'm hoping that the day when when states put their foot down and tell the federal government to go to hell. We give hey. you your powers, and we will take them back. And they should. And stop playing around. Thank you very much, Joe, for the opportunity. All right, Pianchi. It's always a pleasure talking to you. You always bring something, uh, substance to the pot platform. Uh, and uh, you're a good man. Good man. We got, we need more people like you out there. That's for one damn thing for sure. Uh, go ahead, Ray. The floor is yours, man. Okay. I just want to thank you, Joe, for uh, including me in your podcast today. And uh, thank your listeners. And, you know, some very good insight, insight into our country. And, uh, you know, you always say, there's one question, the most important question that you could ever ask yourself. It's not about who am I, who will I become, what gender am I, am I this or am I that. The question, the most important question that you could ask yourself is, who do you say Jesus is? That's the most important question, and that is the question. That is, that is the question to all life. That Bible will tell you how to live a life, how to restore your life, how to have a fellowship and relationship with Jesus Christ and God and eternal life. And I pray for all your listeners, and I pray for you, Joe. I pray for you, Peter, and I just want to thank you again. All right, Ray, thank you very much. Uh, Hey, uh, Ray, uh, you're out, man. I'm glad for that, and uh, we'll be working on your end for for sure to uh, try to uh, save you there, for sure. Uh, I'll talk to you maybe after the show here. So uh, let me wrap it up. Everybody, 
God bless the Republic. Until next time, be safe out there. Keep standing up against the New World Order. You are the resistance. The answer to 1984 is 1776. God bless. Take care.